Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's me, me. It's me, me. And her brain, 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 brain. I was thinking Mimi's Cafe. Oh, I love Mimi's Cafe. I don't. What? <laughs> what really? I was thinking of Mimi's. Do you want to know why I was thinking of Mimi's Cafe? What? Because they have bomb ass muffins. I can't eat muffins. I'm allergic. Oh, that's a shame. More for me. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. About, I feel pretty good about that. So welcome back to the Neuro Nerds, guys. Uh, today we have a really cool episode. Um, we are celebrating our like first official interviewee. Yeah, we, we've had a few guests. We've had guest hosts. We've had you know a, a couple of people like actually here next to me being like a guest host when Lauren is like traveling the world like the superstar that she is. Huh. Um, we've had a couple of call. We've had a call in our first call in from Comic Con. Uh, you know our, our um, on the ground correspondent Ash. Um, at comic-con so we're actually having our first phone interview with uh the incredible the smart the funny the talented mimi hayes the author the comedian the former teacher the brain injury survivor uh, are these like good highlights yeah i, I, th- like, I think i'm like a, i'm like a great hype person yeah, i like, like flavor wow. Flav. like that's, I'm like I. That's a really uh, intense kind of intro. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Mimi is a um, a comedian in New York, originally from Denver, I believe. When She's my voice goes somewhere in Colorado, yeah. When my voice goes up, because I don't really know. Um, Mimi is amazing. Mimi is hilarious, and she survived a um, traumatic brain injury. She had well, it wasn't traumatic. It was an acquired uh, brain injury. See, when I, it goes up, I don't really know. It was a brain hemorrhage. Yeah, she had a a, a hemorrhage. She's been he- making hemorrhages look cool since. And she 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 wrote a book about her um her journey, and uh it's coming out soon. She has a podcast that's coming out soon. She's and like when I say she's funny, she's one of the funniest up and coming comedians in New York. She's great, and we're very thankful to have her on on the show. And uh, she's coming up next. Yeah. So right now we're gonna head over and to our other part of the tech department and we're going to go on to our phone call with Miss Mimi Hayes. 
Boom. Oh, shit. That music's killing. Hello. Hey, Mimi, what's up? Can you hear me? I can hear you loud All right. and clear. How about, how about on my end? Uh, yeah, I hear you perfectly. Perfect. You sound exactly like Mimi Hayes. <laughs> that's great, because that's who I am. <laughs> so I have my co-host over here, Lauren. Um, I think you'll be able to hear her. We, we're having, like, uh, uh, not technical issues, just... All right. No, I'm, I'm talking. My, my, our, our tech person, aka my girlfriend, who does all the tech stuff, is like, just don't tell her that. Just get talking. Um, so, Hi, Mimi. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Hey. Yeah, actually. Awesome. Yeah, See, we, we, we make it work. Um, so, how, so, how's it going over there in New York? It's good. You know, it's laundry day. So, just trying to uh, acquire quarters. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> that's always know? a mission. See here, we require yeah. we acquire quarters for parking meters in California, in Los Angeles. That's yeah. very true. Yeah, I don't know why. Like bodega guy always just looks at me really weirdly when I ask for quarters. I'm like, sir, like don't hold out on me. You is know? it like, is I it really not like a normal quarters. thing? I mean, I, I think it's normal, but he's always asking me what I need them for, and I'm like, well, it's none of your business. <laughs> yeah, tell laundry. him. Yeah, you should be like, hey, hey, you don't know me like that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you know what you should say? <laughs> Actually, uh, I have a problem. I'm addicted to Pac-Man. Wow. Right? Yes. You know, I'm older than you guys. I used to play, like, video games and use quarters for them. You kids. Uh, you crazy kids. Pardon me. I you used to play you. Mortal Kombat and DDR at the arcade. Oh, yeah. We are the neuro nerds. And she just explained. <laughs> she just described why we're the nerd, the nerd part of the neuro nerds. So, all right, Mimi. So um, I think you're awesome. I, I found you. Oh, wait, well. how did I find you? I think. I, all right. So I was looking Instagram. up. like Yeah, I was through Instagram. I was like looking up um, uh, people with like brain injuries and stuff because I don't know if you've come across this. People with brain injuries or like coming like recovering from a brain injury. It's really, really yeah. difficult to find others who kind of understand what you're going through. Yeah, I think that started that way. But recently I'm like, oh, there's a lot of us out there. It's like, crazy. Yeah. Um, what, what, um, like, where did you, where did you turn? Like, did you turn to family? Did you turn to friends after your brain injury? Uh, definitely family and friends. Um, I had one friend from college who had reached out to me, um, during my like main injury time and she had, uh, something kind of similar, but you know, very serious. And she was just like, Hey, I'm here for you. Like ask me any weird questions. And I was like, okay, I actually have a few weird questions questions um and so that was really helpful and other than that I didn't really know anybody at the time that was going through that so it was like I was just writing about it because I had all my thoughts and I didn't really know where to put them like I didn't want to dump them all on my friends so I was like okay I'm just gonna write this into uh what later became my book so hopefully people can read that and like realize that they're not alone but yeah I don't know so Mimi, can you tell us, so what kind of brain injury do you have? Like, again, I'm so I suffer from a traumatic brain injury from a concussion. Joe has an acquired brain injury from uh, a stroke. Uh, so what do you have? So I had a, um, cavernous angioma, which is kind of like a clump of cells and it happened to be in my brain. Um, and it was just like hanging out there. wasn't doing anything wrong. It was just a bundle of cells. And then, <laughs> Uh, just, just chilling. <laughs> and, um, then right when I started student teaching, um, that hemorrhaged inside oh. of that little structure. So it was like a slow leak, I call it like mm -hmm. I didn't stroke per se, like 
full out, but it, I, it was like a very slow process of like a month and a half where Ooh. that just kind of like grew. Uh, so then I did look like a stroke victim. I had all this in half my body and, um, you know, vision, all these kinds of weird symptoms that were playing out in this very slow leaking process. Um, and then they did brain surgery and they removed the hemorrhaged area and didn't have to take anything with them. So that was great. They just kind of grabbed what they needed to get and I had very little like you know tissue to go through it was just a really like a really nice surgery a real quick little (laughs) it was was a neat little in and out brain surgery (laughs) yeah just real 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 cute you know they Uh, popped in and out you know it was a big deal they only drilled a hole in your head (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly So let me ask you, you know what I would have asked for? I would have asked for the piece that they took out. out. Like, I would have asked to keep it. That is so obnoxious. I bet you would have. Yeah, I probably would have made a (laughs) necklace or like an earring or something like that. Like, it's part of me. Why not? Oh, my God. That's so (laughs) you, Joe. Mimi, do you see what I deal with every week? Every (laughs) week. Yeah, you know what I figure? I figure I'm the stroke survivor half of the neural nerds, so I'm just going to give my co-host a stroke so we could be, like, both the the strokey neural nerds, right? Oh, my God. Guys, do you hear this? This is the truth. This is his master plan. Misery loves company. So what were the first signs um, that you knew? Like, when did you know that something was wrong? So uh, I was about five days into my student teaching and was like pretty stressed with that. So these symptoms started happening that I guess I was just like, oh, this is just what it's like to be a teacher. Um, but I had kind of like throbbing ears. Mm-hmm. Um, I had this like vision stuff that was going on. I was really dizzy. Um, so and clumsy. And I kind of thought I was getting like an ear infection. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I was like, it was oh, messing I'm with your equilibrium. Kind of- yeah, yeah, I was just kind of like tripping around. I mean, I was never that clumsy. Um, and so we like went in to the doctor and the doctor was like, oh, you're just like a 20 something. Oh, yeah, you're that's fun. Tired. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, oh, you went through a bad breakup. Yeah, you're just depressed. Oh, like, I'm just like, okay, okay, I think something's maybe wrong but you're like thanks for listening to what i'm actually saying thank you doctor nothing was like ordered you know no no tests were run it was just like take some volume and like walk it off what is is this uh, the 30s like what's happening i don't know i mean thank god for my mother because that she was um, advocating for you yeah were they just like oh well she's a woman that's crazy (laughs) you're just emotional are you kidding me I'm so mad. And it was a female doctor, so like, oh, oh man, even that's worse. even worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's insane. So eventually, I got it was so bad that I ended up um, just like in bed, and I couldn't move my head without like throwing up. I was so it was like a being on a teacup ride. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, Ugh. and so we went to the ER. You know, I like took some days off of teaching um, and went to the ER. And the first ER visit, again, they were like, oh, your ears are all plugged up. Like, I don't know what they saw, if they saw earwax or something. I have no idea what they thought totally they saw. Totally brain fluid. They were just totally, <laughs> yeah, my brain's coming out of my ears. They're like, yeah, this is normal. <laughs> <laughs> so the first ER visit was like nothing conclusive. And then I think the next day or the day after that, my mom just like took me to a different ER and she was like, we're not going to leave until they find something. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't even know what's going on, but it's not cool. And 
So we just like went to the ER and pretty much like my mom did the neuro test. Like the nurse put her finger in front of my face and said, do you see double? And I said, no, because when things were stationary, I was fine. But if I was like moving my eyes and trying to track something, my eyes would like twitch. I mean, I I think it's called, what's it called? There's some fancy name for it, Joe. I don't know. It's like, I I, I like eye twitch. That sounds scientific to me. I had an eye twitch and, uh, I was seeing double when I looked to the side. So then after my mother did the neuro test, the nurse is like, Oh, I guess we'll do an MRI. I guess we'll do that. Fine. Oh my you God. Know? How lazy are these people? So lazy. So, uh, we did the MRI and they found this little, you know, uh, maybe like nickel size, like hemorrhage. In hey, there. I, hey, no, no, um, that's, that's not little. That's huge. That's huge. <laughs> Do you, do you know how big veins are in the brain? They're tiny. So a nickel size, that's massive. Yeah, it's pretty big. So oh, Also, I've seen you in pictures. We've never met because you live in New York. You're tiny. I'm little. You're like one of those smallest people I've ever seen. So that nickel size, like that's even bigger. Yeah. Um, so they're like, oh, yeah, uh, your head's bleeding. Um, you can go home now. <laughs> They sent you home? What? They they tried to. They were like, oh, you're stable. And my mother's like, oh, my God, we're not leaving. We're moving in, actually. God bless your mother. Yeah, your mother's amazing. She's a superhero. I know. She is. So... No, but that's really important because a lot of times, especially for... Uh, brain injuries because it's it doesn't manifest in a very physical way like a broken bone we have to advocate for ourselves and if we don't know or we're not capable at that moment to process what's going on it's so easy for them to dismiss us Mm -hmm. that is crazy so when did they tell you that you had to have have it removed when they tell you that all right well you need brain surgery well obviously after she moved into the hospital that's true <laughs> so after we went with the neurosurgeon that first, you know, when they found it, he said, you know, um, we don't want to touch this right now. It's too, it's too um, deep in there oh you know, in my cerebellum. So they were like, you know, we don't want to touch this right now. Let's just see if this like goes away, which to me was like the weirdest thing anyone ever said to what? me. Like maybe this blood will just go away. <laughs> wow. I guess sometimes it does. I mean, I guess yeah. sometimes like, it, just, like sometimes like the okay. pressure can recede. And yeah. so maybe they were trying to see if naturally the pressure would uh, drop and then, I guess, fix itself. Yeah. Which well, it did if not. we were only all Wolverine uh, and had the healing factor, things would be better. That's crazy. Yeah, so what, what was your reaction crazy. when they were like, oh, yeah, well, we kind of have to have we, you're going to have brain surgery. Well, so the that the you're gonna have brain surgery didn't come for another five weeks or so. Oh my and gosh! So I was on bed rest. Yeah. <laughs> so I was totally like at home, like it wasn't working anymore. I was on bed rest um, at my parents' house where I lived. Thank God I had like that safe haven at the time. Yes. And so there, I was just kind of for like five weeks. I was like watching Netflix, like taking walks, like hanging out. My friends would come to see me. Um, and I got, I got worse. Like it, the yeah. hemorrhage got bigger. Um, and Did, so, so you like, still had the same issues, double vision, uh, difficulty with, with, I'm assuming everything, concentration, lights, disorientation. Yeah. I, I lost about like 20 pounds of muscle mass. Oh, uh, I couldn't walk. Gosh. I mean, it was like some really weird stuff. Um, 
that I wasn't really able to process because I'm like, well, maybe I can walk it off. Let's go for a walk, you know, like in reality, like the hemorrhage was getting bigger and it was causing me to lose mobility in the left side of my body. So, um, it was really bad. And so then when I finally kind of knew, um, was when I told my family that I couldn't taste on the left side of my tongue oh my one day, which I was like, I was just totally in denial. So I was like, this is normal. Like, this is fine. This is the healing process. Wow. And they're like, uh, no, we're calling the doctor again. This is bad. Um, and then we ran a second MRI and that's when they said, you know, it's gotten bigger. Actually, it's probably about a quarter size. Now we need to go in there right now. Um, so that was like five weeks after the initial knowledge of the bleed. Um, so then they scheduled me for a brain surgery on October 3rd, 2014. And so I, I knew on like Tuesday, it was like a Friday. The surgery was on a Friday. I, I knew on a Tuesday. Oh, so I only had a few days to like freak out about it. You know? So but, there's radical acceptance right there. Um, what, what was your reaction? Like, what, what, were you like, oh my God, I'm going to die? Wow, not everyone goes there, like, Joe. <laughs> I, that, I would. I mean, you're messing with your brain. Like, no, that's I mean, crazy. No, yeah. Honestly, Joe, like, those five weeks mm-hmm. of, like, the bed rest and, like, getting worse and, like, you know, all my friends were coming to see me and giving me gifts and stuff. It didn't really sink in until probably the night before my brain surgery. Wow. And, like, five or six of my friends and, like, my whole family, like, were there in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. like hanging out with me i was having my like huh my last meal oh i could God. eat you know like 12 <laughs> hours before the surgery um so i was having like a frozen burrito and oh i was God. like <laughs> literally like having a frozen burrito in my Definitely. kitchen like 12 people in my kitchen and i'm just like ha everything's fine like still just totally in denial and they're all like you know they've never some of them had never met each other these are friends from like elementary school middle school like my whole life right and then in the back of my broken bleeding head i just had this thought to myself and i'm like are all your friends here because you're gonna die tomorrow like oh my god like I mimi i don't know you very well but i would judge you just for the fact that your last meal was a frozen burrito which is awesome that makes me so happy you have no idea that brings me so much joy <laughs> to be fair i wanted it to be a steak dinner because yeah. one of my friends had literally gotten me a box of meat to grill that's like, a good friend people, but this is one of my like hopefully you don't die gifts like a box <laughs> of that's meat. hilarious that is hilarious by the way anybody if you want to give a gift a gift of boxed meat is the best gift gift you could give anyone except a vegan or a vegetarian <laughs> no you give them meat too you bring them back to our side that that's crazy so what were so uh, it was obviously a successful surgery and as you said it was yeah. like in and out it, was, it wasn't very expensive. <laughs> yeah so they it was right next to like a ventricle so they were able oh. to just swoop in and uh get in there and then when i came to um i was seeing double and sideways now. oh no wow so was, was that from was the like, was that from the re- residual blood that was in your brain it was just from the process of like getting it out i guess mm-hmm. you know like they had touched that part of the brain that deals with like seeing upright and singular like that part they'd like not that they'd messed up but like Mm -hmm. your brain reacts in all kinds of ways when you go in there you know so like while i don't have any like brain damage like i have trauma like from that and so 
um, the first thing I said to the nurses was like, why did you flip my bed on its side? <gasps> like, why did you strap me to the bed? I mean, that was my vision was like, wow. as if you'd strap me to the side of the bed, I was seeing sideways and double. So now oh, there's like two of everyone. Yeah. So it was wild. It was really trippy. Um, so you were like seeing like, like in Inception or like Doctor Strange, like the quantum realm. You were just seeing like random crazy stuff. That's insane. So how, how long did that yeah. last? I think the sideways uh, corrected in a couple days. Mm-hmm. And then the double vision took a few months to correct. Oh my, that is, uh, that's painful. That well, would yeah. drive me crazy. But, but that would make sense if that was one of the aggravated parts from the actual uh, hemorrhage. It's all still coming down from all that inflammation. Exactly. That's yeah. Crazy. So um, post-stroke, yeah. post-stroke, post <laughs> Post surgery, surgery. What what deficits yeah. did, did did you have? So I had to um, relearn how to walk, wow. and um, they fixed my vision. Get this, you guys. Um, they fixed my vision by putting a piece of clear tape on my glasses, like on like right where my pupil was. Mm-hmm. And oh, that that literally tricked my brain into seeing singular. Yeah, they switched the tape like back and forth from one. Uh, lens to the other mm-hmm. like it gave me an eye patch but i was like at the time i didn't realize how cool that was i was like you're a pirate oh my god you could have totally yeah. been a pirate you could have been like nick, nick, nick fury, fury. <laughs> yeah mimi fury <laughs> yes that's crazy so, do, vision, do you remember um, seeing yeah. the the tape on your glasses yeah how oh, did it yeah. annoy you i mean like no, because like your your eye like thinks it's like it's like closing one eye. Mm-hmm. Like if you had, which I still kind of have to do sometimes if my vision is like being a little weird in the mornings. Oh. Usually when I'm tired, um, my brain hasn't fully woken up. Like right. you just close an eye and then you can see one. So you know, it just was a really like DIY way to fix my <laughs> vision. <laughs> it's like ghetto mechanics. Yeah, you're like ghetto MacGyver. Yeah. They can make it work. It's just. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like who thought of that like seriously i have no idea do you think uh, they were just like i got nothing else let's just put a piece of tape on her glasses oh <laughs> uh, yeah hey so it, it worked and, yeah and the biggest thing was like walking and so i was in a wheelchair and like needed like the gate belt and i'm sure joe you had the big gate belt and they kind of pick you up on the bed and oh. um you know um i I did a lot of like um, occupational and physical and speech therapy too. My speech was really good, but um, still there were like some deficits just in terms of like focus. And um, I did a lot of like third grade math problems. Hey, you're you're, you're Um, a teacher. So, I mean, you know, you could have taught yourself. Yeah, (laughs) logic puzzles. Great. Like (laughs) numbers. Uh, Let's memorize this number um so lots of like memory tests and um the biggest thing was the the recovering like the whole left side of my body that just like didn't work you know so wow yeah that's amazing so i had a little bit of left side neglect when i was in the hospital where i just didn't acknowledge that i had a left side (laughs) and people were worried that like oh this is just gonna be a thing until a friend of mine came in at like two in the morning we weren't supposed to have visitors but like i don't know just happened and he was a little stoned not gonna lie He's a musician, so most of them smoke a little bit of the ganj. And um, he just started talking to me, and we had like a normal conversation, and we were joking around because we're all idiots. 
And I got so relaxed that I just kind of kicked my left leg up. And it was the first time I had moved my leg in a few days, I guess. And like, it was wow. like, oh, it came back, which is great because I'm physically, I'm mostly all the way back. I have like a little bit of trouble with my right hand. I have like tremors in my right hand. But aside of that, I'm, I got to tell you, Mimi, I'm kind of killing it. Yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> so, so your, your, your physical deficits, you just have, a, um, so physically now I've, I've seen, uh, the, the gym photos and video, you're kind of killing it too. Yeah. You know, I got super lucky because like I totally balanced myself back out. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm still pretty clumsy just like in my day to day, but you wouldn't know looking at me. Um, I mean, I think it's because it was like the swelling, like you said, like it, once the swelling came down, all those functions came back. And oh. because it was my cerebellum that was mostly impacted, um, all those motor functions are relearnable. Like mm-hmm. they're all repetitive motions. Oh, that's amazing. So we just, we just would do walks and we would, you know, walk down this line and okay, focus on your foot, making this movement. And I went from wheelchair to walker to cane and, actually tried to forego the wheelchair process entirely because i was so stubborn um I think oh my you'll gosh I, I that makes me so like you trouble. so much more i'm like you fit in I with us in, <laughs> oh my god i got in so much trouble because um there was like a dining hall so i was in a rehab center for like two weeks and but that wasn't um, from so the, was like the a, brain injury right that was from all the drugs uh <laughs> please ignore his stupid jokes <laughs> yeah 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 drug rehab yeah um but i i went down to the dining hall for breakfast one day i took the walker instead of the wheelchair because mm-hmm. i was like i don't like this being in a wheelchair thing um and my physical therapist came to pick me up for my therapy session and she's like uh mamie where's your wheelchair i'm like oh it's in the hospital room it's in the room. She's like, what? How did you get here? I'm like, oh, I walked like with this walker. And she literally like got down before me and was like, you are not allowed to do that. Like you have not earned the right. You do not have permission to do that. Like if you fall and break your face, flash brain, like we're all screwed. Like you have you should have said that sounds like a you problem. But I, I had to earn a badge, like a little badge. There was like a second floor walking Oh, badge. shit. You're, you're like you're a, a Girl Scout. You're a Girl Scout. That's awesome. Yeah. It was like a little badge. And I like got to, but I had to earn that. You know, she like gold me. She was like, you are not allowed to do that. Like, you can't walk. You like, should say, number one, I survived brain surgery. Number two, I'm a grown ass woman. Watch me. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we fight the system. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, it really like taught me that I was like a rule breaker. I did not know this about myself. Oh, you're a rebel. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I, I could see that with uh, your dance. So there's a video of Mimi dancing yeah. that made me literally, yeah. I'm not kidding you. I will follow you forever because of that. Aww. And she just had like, sometimes you just got a groove and Mimi grooved her ass off. It brings me so much joy. It really does. That like was, I've that seen was, it. Yeah, that was in rehab. Yeah. It was at rehab. That's even better. Yeah. That's so much better. That makes it so much more meaningful to me. Like, it, like anytime, like it was a couple times where I'm like, man, I'm feeling like super bummed out. I would just, I've watched that video. I'm not even kidding. Maybe 10, 15 times. Oh, it brings me no. so much joy. So I never had to do the wheelchair. When I did, I don't remember because I have like some memory loss. I don't remember anything in the hospital. 
Um, wow. But I had to have a cane when I walked out of the hospital, which sucked because I'm like, I'm not old. So I would, I'm doing quote fingers. I would forget my cane because I just didn't want to use it. So I get yelled at all the time from my girlfriend. She would just be like, you forgot it again. I'm like, I had a brain injury. I'm sorry. And um, so, but I really, really needed it because I was just around the house by myself and I would randomly just fall down. No reason. Mm-hmm. I would take a step and I'd be like, oh, now I'm looking at the ceiling. Um, and, but I, yeah. it, it was, it was impatience for me. I don't know if you were super impatient. Like once I just started walking again, I was like, cool. Now I want to jog. Once I was able to jog, yeah. I was like, cool. I want to run. So it, mm-hmm. it's, it kind of worked out for me, but anybody out there that's listening, please be patient. Please don't fall on your face yeah. by not using a wheelchair. You don't really, do what Joe did. Yeah. If, if I'm saying do it, it's probably a good idea to do the opposite. <laughs> so, and really like, like for me, I was healing like very quickly r- relatively to like my old person friends in rehab because, right. you know, I was 22 at the time and oh, you're a baby. I used to, I used to play ice hockey. Like I was like, a girl, yeah. <laughs> training for a half marathon that I was like still telling myself I could do like mm-hmm. I was going to be doing it in October and, and my surgery was in October. Oh, my so God, come like, on. oh yeah, I could still do it. No, no, I did not do the half marathon <laughs> that year. Like, <laughs> but I did the next year. I signed up for the same half, same half marathon and like did it and literally cried the entire last Good. mile. Yes. That's, that's amazing. You, you know, a year like you're ago, a warrior. I couldn't walk. Like now I'm running to this finish line. It's just too emotional. It's right. Too Isn't much. it freeing though? Isn't it amazing? So, so do you think that you have a new outlook on life after this? Yeah, I really do. I mean, I think I forget that sometimes when mm-hmm. I'm just like, like we all do. Else and I, you know, doing all my stuff. But every once in a while, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're alive. That's pretty awesome. You're killing the game because you're alive. Yes, yes, yes you are. <laughs> Out of everybody, yeah. you are slaying it. You're destroying it. So <laughs> I, I, I didn't mention this, but uh, Mimi is a is a comedian. She's one of the the funniest up and coming comedians in New York. She is aw- like when I tell you Mimi's hilarious. This girl's hilarious. And so what? what when did you decide? Hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to not be a teacher. I'm going to be a comedian. That was kind of a silly thing because um, I hadn't really done stand-up before my injury. I'd done, like, one open mic, and then I was kind of like, eh. You know, I had no, like, unique material. It was just about, like, going on dates, you know. It was like, eh, I don't know. And um, so after I, you know, in 2015, when I was kind of coming out of all this, and I went back to the classroom within a few months of brain surgery, just by the way, um, I was like, oh, I have all this kind of content, like, all this, like, weird brain jokes about like you know having a brain bleed that's so unique to me that I was thinking was funny and so I started doing open mics and then I was getting some good feedback and people were like oh you're new all right what you got um that's unique that's different wow your head really exploded that's crazy (laughs) um and uh then I just Slowly was like doing more. I was doing like comedy works, which is like the big club in Denver. Um, just getting on stage more and more as I was teaching, which was really hard because that occupied almost all, pretty much all of my brain space was being right. a teacher for the first time with the head injury. So all oh, those geez. things that I was still dealing with, you know, I'm so audit- anxious auditory. just thinking about that. I, oh yeah, I mean, it was like a hot mess. It was just like sometimes I had to like leave the classroom and have my other teacher like take over so I could like get some fresh air. Like it was just, 
it's a lot. So um, I was teaching for two years and doing comedy kind of like on the side and writing my book on mm-hmm. the side and all these side things were happening. And it occurred to me um, in 2016 at the beginning of the school year that I was just itching to do other things. I just wasn't, I couldn't thrive in the, in the classroom anymore. It was really hard for me. Um, I love the kids, but it, I kind of started to worry I was going to have another hemorrhage if Aww. I stayed in there, mm-hmm. um, which was not like going to happen. But I was just kind of PTSD about it. Like, I'm really scared that my health has taken a huge backseat because of this profession. Right. Um, and that's a valid fear to have. Yeah. Like, with or without a head injury. Like, (laughs) 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 and I think obviously my body told me five days into my teaching career, like, nope. Like, your body viscerally told you, stop this, Amy. Stop this. Listen (laughs) to your body. I I never listened to my body. I would always make excuses. I was like, oh, migraines. Migraines are in the family. Oh, my neck hurts. I just slept weird. It was like my body telling me, hey, idiot, you're going to die. Just calm down. I'm really, really happy you decided to listen to your body. Yeah, I mean, I kind of didn't. Like, I I still kind of, like, just pushed forward as if I didn't have this thing happen to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I made the choice to move to New York, which is probably not a healthy place. I was about to say, out of all the places (laughs) to move, is New York really the place (laughs) that's the most peaceful and relaxing? You know what? No, it's not. But for me, it was the place where I wanted to actually try to take myself seriously as an artist oh that's good it's a very creative place yeah and i was like you know what why don't you just quit your job just go there and even if you like run out of money in six months or like get stabbed by like somebody off the street like (laughs) at least you tried like at least you did it and you tried so i didn't get stabbed everything yeah also those are the only two things that could have happened (laughs) yes So Mimi, you mentioned that you're writing, that you've written a book. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's coming out in September. So get excited. I'm jazzed. Do you have a publisher or are you self-publishing? Yes. No, I have a publisher. um, And the book is called I'll Be Okay. It's just a hole in my head. <laughs> yes. I love nice that. We, we appreciate that. <laughs> Seeing as how I have yes. a hole in my head, I appreciate that for real. Yes. Uh, so I was writing that like the whole time I was in the hospital, out of the hospital, student teaching for several years and was looking for an agent, didn't have any success, you know, had this big story to tell, but didn't really have the right circumstance. It wasn't the right time. So I moved to New York and naturally within like a few months of being here, I meet somebody at a comedy show who knew a publisher and like in conversation, he was like, oh, that's cool. Here, let me email this guy your first 10 pages. And so it was a complete like New York exchange. Of, that's like, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Everything's always coming up Millhouse. That like that's such an amazing like chain of events, you know, because like you decided to not be a teacher because it was gonna harm like continue being a teacher because it was gonna like harm your your physical and your mental. You took a huge chance in going to New York to like um follow this creative field and then you d- stumble upon uh, this publisher in a in a place where you're trying to, you know, uh, do your kind. Con- this is amazing. It's such a good story. This is a book in itself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, that was probably just the turning point was like, 
getting the email um, like last September from this publisher after he'd read the manuscript and him just being like, this is, a, is an amazing story and I really want to publish it. And I felt so validated and so like, oh my God, all this trauma and all this stress and all this like going broke in New York City, like it's all going to be worth it. It's all going to be worth it. So I'm happy to say that my book comes out September 18th and uh, it's going to be great. Yeah. I'm so excited. Not only that, like I'm super proud of like your recovery and the fact that like you haven't stopped and you keep pushing forward no matter what. You're amazing. And I'm excited because this yeah. will be a book for Joe to practice his own um, recovery therapy to read. Yeah, I hate reading. <laughs> I hate reading. You know, like the, it, well, <laughs> I just hate reading. I, I get distracted. And I wish I could say I really do. I wish I could say, well, you know, I, ha- I had a traumatic brain injury. So, I mean, I, I that's why. No, it's because I'm lazy and I just don't like reading. Uh, but I'll read. Well, I, 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 I promise you. I promise you. I will read every single word of your book. Now, retaining. Oh that's an issue but i will read every single word because i'm very excited to to hear your story we're hearing it now but like you know actually read it in detail i'm I'm super jazzed yeah hopefully there'll be like an audio version um you know for that for the book but oh oh I'm so like, i'll i'll read the book first before i cheat and hear you read your own book are you gonna read your own book i maybe i mean yeah i've been recording some of it for um lacha sutherland have you heard of lacha I have not. Have you heard of, uh, she has a documentary on Netflix called My Beautiful Broken Brain. Yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. I didn't remember the name. I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay, so so I had reached out to her kind of like fan mailed like a few years ago because I had seen the documentary and I was like, oh my God, she's amazing. <laughs> um, and reached out again after I got the book deal and asked her if she wanted to do a blurb on the back, which is like, you know, when someone says something really nice about your book and right. they're more famous than you. So then people see that name and they, because this other person says it's good. Um, so I reached out to her and asked if she wanted to do it. And um, she said, you know, I, I'd love to, but I like, don't, I can't read. Like she literally can't read because of her head injury. Oh, wow. Um, and so I was like, can I just record it to you and speak it to you and send you audio files? And she said, yeah. So I sent her my book, um, audio style, and she listened to it and said some really beautiful things about my book. So I'm very happy. How great is that? That's awesome. I'm so happy for you, you know? Yeah. I I mean, like, Like, uh, validation is incredible for anything you're doing, specifically, like, a creative field. I'm not a creative myself. I'm trying. I'm a creative. She's an absolute creative. Wait a minute. No, Joe, you're a storyteller. You are definitely a creative. <laughs> oh, Mimi, you make me blush. <laughs> so I, I think it's beautiful. Also, I, I think it's more meaningful, too, because I know during recovery, recovery's fucking lonely, man. Like, it's so lonely, especially with people. People are there. You have friends, you have family. But, like, to have somebody that actually understands what you're going through means everything. The fact that I have this, like, crazy person to the left of me, like, she's made my recovery so much better like it started like i truly feel like i started to recover when i met lauren because the things that i said it wasn't like oh that feel that's terrible like don't feel bad for me it was like oh i understand what you're going through yeah that sucks and like i started to grow and actually truly recover once i started to talk to her about it because she got it oh tears (laughs) yeah i know i'm pretty amazing aren't i um it's it's funny when you say that though because like i don't know if you ever heard me refer to my my people have had brain injuries, my brain buddies. Oh, I love that. You know? I love that. Like, 
so I've, I'm collecting all these brain buddies, and the two of you are my brain buddies. Because yeah. Yeah. I like being brain buddies. Well, Mimi, you're now a neuro yeah. nerd. Yeah, you're, you're an official, you're an honorary Aww. neuro nerd because you had a neurological brain injury. Now, I'm assuming you're a nerd. Because you're a comedian, and most com- comedians are actually actually most comedians are really angry, nasty people. They they project comedy, but honestly, I know a few. They're not very nice, um, they, and they're all batshit crazy. That's why I love them. Um, what's your nerdum? Since we're talking about like neuro nerds, like what's your nerd? Is it Star Wars? Is it Star Trek? Don't say Star Trek. It could be Buffy. It could be mythology. <laughs> History nerd, actually. Yes, oh so am I. Oh my oh, god, no. yes. I'm surrounded by them. Yeah. <laughs> What's it's, your favorite yeah, uh, period I'm, of time? I really like like World War Two. Like all the women were like doing their thing. Like <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put on the stuff and make plain parts. Like that's yes, because that's when I women like, w- had to go into the factories because all the men were gone. So women had to go in, and it was like the first time that Western women in particular were really part of the industrial force. Mm-hmm. Wow. Are you going to be like Rosie the Riveter for like Halloween? Halloween? No, not me. No, Mimi, I think you should be Rosie <laughs> the Riveter. I think it would be amazing. You kind of like vaguely resemble her. Have you seen my brain costume though, Joe? You know what? I did. And can I tell you what color I was right then and there? I was the color jealousy. It was so cool. Like yeah, it's a huge brain thing. Oh, it's 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 the dopeness. So, do you want a little bit of backstory on how the costume came to be? Absolutely. So, <laughs> so October was when my surgery was, and so for Halloween, you know, October third. So as I was going through all this recovery and stuff, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have a great Halloween costume this year. I'm gonna be a brain. I'm gonna be a brain, right? Obviously, like I'm gonna lean into this. And uh, my parents are adorable and kind of insane. And they're like, yeah, we're gonna make this this brain costume. And they start like, my dad's an architect, so he's like drafting up designs. My mom's like crafty, and she's getting her sewing kit out. And they're like trying to come up with these ideas. And I'm like, whoa, you guys, we can just do like a T-shirt, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like but how no, extra is your your parents are extra, not you, but your parents are extra. Wow. Oh, no, I'm extra too. But my <laughs> so my dad goes to the hardware store and gets his like industrial foam and like stacks it together, glues it all together, start, goes into the uh, garage with like a turkey base, like a turkey uh, knife, <laughs> the electric ones. <laughs> right. And he literally carves this into the shape of a brain and he spray painted it. He cut a hole in the middle of it. So I can fit into it. So I just kind of put it on top of my hips, just kind of shimmy into it. <laughs> um, which if I like grow in size, this costume won't fit. So I need to like stay, <laughs> stay fit. Oh my God. Uh, Mimi, you're tiny. My hips it, did, it, didn't really, it didn't really have to be a large hole because you're tiny. It's a, it's a pretty small hole. Yeah. So I just kind of <laughs> switch to it, but it's, it looks like anatomically correct. It really does. It it's magnificent. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, that's such you know what makes it even better? That story, you know? Your dad so bringing it back to like nerdum and superheroes. Your dad's a superhero. He's like Forge. You guys know who Forge is? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or he if we're going mythological, he could be Hephaestus or Vulcan. Oh, okay. I, do you want to know why I know Hephaestus? Because I play the game God of War. It's the only reason. I'm not even kidding. And I'm saying it's Vulcan, not the planet, but the god, Roman god, okay? So are you out of your Vulcan mind? Okay. (laughs) That that's awesome. Normally for like Halloween, I just dress and drag because I think it's funny. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I just put pole gear on and I walk around in eight inch stiletto boots. Oh yeah. I just do oh, that. For, I just do yeah. that for fun. <laughs> Walking down Hollywood Boulevard. Oh yeah. You know, it's, it's never I mind. Mean, <laughs> let me tell you though, like I don't have to like dress like skanky on Halloween anymore to get guys, you know, like I literally just wear the brain costume and I walk <laughs> down the street and I get so many numbers. You know what? That that's awesome. You you're literally you have one of the greatest Halloween costumes I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm jealous. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Like I don't care how small I would fit my big butt in that costume. So if I'm ever in New York on Halloween, I might steal your costume. Oh, you can't. It's in Colorado. You can't. Oh, you know what? I I I do do indulge in in uh, marijuana every once in a while. I would love to go to Colorado and steal your brain costume. Oh <laughs> by by the way, it's so weird that like Colorado seems like one of the most chill places and you uh-huh. move from there to New York to relax your brain injury. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to actually launch my book in Denver, September 21st. So if you need an excuse to come out to Denver. Oh, I actually have totally a, a couple of friends who um, their families are out in Colorado. I might actually, honestly, I might kind of try to make that happen. Um, you should. So Mimi, you also have a podcast. Let's let's give you some shout out to your stuff. Yeah. So talk about yeah, your podcast. A- I love the name. Yeah, Mimi and the Brain. Isn't that great? It's Mimi. Yeah. It's Mimi and the. Wait, can we sing that? Like, uh, I don't, I don't, let's, let's be careful. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't want to get hit <laughs> for that. Um, which is awesome. Uh, you you just started that, which is great, and now you know the the pitfalls of all the technical difficulties that we have doing podcasting. Yes, absolutely. Um, we haven't launched yet, but it's, it's a really cool podcast. Um, I interview neurologists and brain scientists about oh, how their awkward are they? Actually, they're cool. Seriously, like, I have had zero issues. Zero oh, issues. Man, so I, I Joe is just an awkward mess. So he's praying that everyone else is awkward. Yeah, by <laughs> awkward you mean awesome. So I talked to my my neurosurgeon, the guy that actually he put a hole in my head to like drain the blood to relieve the pressure yeah. so I didn't die, which is great. So in uh, talking to him, he was the most socially awkward human being ever. He only wanted to talk about the brain, which is great. Like that's where I want his focus to be. But he was just really difficult to just talk to that's why really? i was like oh that must have been weird so when's your podcast well, launching my brain surgeon was great um so it's gonna launch probably the next few weeks here um i'm just trying to get everything ready i want it to be like the best it can be and the content is like so good um this is my first time ever doing a podcast never thought i would um so join the know, club I, don't wanna, like, <laughs> <laughs> I know i know everyone's doing it um well Mimi, yeah, i'm really it, excited though yeah it sounds like it's super exciting you're officially a neuro nerd yep. uh mimi and the brain will be uh, uh in association you know we'll have to have some crossover oh for sure and um mm-hmm. when your book comes out and we give it a good read we might have a like a double neuro nerd approved like recommended sticker or something. Oh yeah, oh. you're gonna get the neural yeah. approval. It's yep. it's just gonna be a brain with like a hole in it and two ends. And oh, two. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love that. Which is awesome. So, um, uh, Mimi is in New York. Uh, her name is Mimi Hayes, and your handle is at Mimi Hayes Brain. Am I right? What about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. See how yeah. I see Joe can remember things. And Hayes is H A Y E S. Correct. Correct. Right. So you can follow uh, Mimi Hayes at Mimi Hayes Brain on Instagram. Um, give her give her a listen. She's hilarious. She's fascinating. She's smart. She's a superhero. She's a history nerd, which is, I 
I guess that's a nerd. Oh, yes, it is. It's, it's, it's nerdy. Keep an um, eye out and an ear out for her podcast. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be super informative. Mimi, I just wanted to thank you. I love everything that you do. I think you're amazing. You have a huge fan over here on the on the West Coast. And anytime you're out this way, you know, we for sure got to hang. You have two fans. Oh, absolutely. Well, one fan more <laughs> awesome than the other. I could, it could have been you. It's not. It's me. But it could have been. I'm just saying. Don't jump the gun so quickly. So I uh, just want to thank you for, for being on. And anything, uh, any last words, Mimi? Just thank you so much, Joe. You're just an inspiration. You're doing so many great things. And it's great to have you and Lauren as my brain buddies. Yeah, That makes me so <laughs> happy. That, oh, this made me happy. Oh, oh my God. It's like neuro nerds. We're double N's and brain buddies are double B. <gasps> I love alliteration, by oh, the way. Oh, my so gosh. Yeah, because we're big Marvel fans. Yeah. That's – oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I, I'm starting – wait, I have those things again. She gave me – oh, yeah, feelings. <laughs> she made me feel feelings. <laughs> Mimi, you're awesome. We love you. Um, definitely follow awesome. Mimi. Um, reach out to us. Uh, uh, me, Joso Rocks at everything. Lauren L. Manzano at everything. The Neuro Nerds at everything. The Neuro Nerds, we're here to help. We love you guys. Talk to you guys soon. All right. See you. Bye. And that was Mimi Hayes. Um, I want to give a a big thank you to Mimi for being our first, uh, um, I guess, long distance guest. Yeah. And kind of putting up with both of us, asking her super random questions. Yeah. yeah. When when, when, uh, you say putting up with, I normally think you're only talking about me. Oh, I was thinking she's putting up with both of us. <laughs> oh, that, that that that's nice to take some of the hit. But again, it's probably <laughs> she was probably like very. Th- oh, man, Lauren's amazing. Oh, I guess I have to put up with Joe. Oh, your self-deprecation is rearing its head again. I am a recovering Catholic. And <laughs> <laughs> so I'll second on that bright note. <laughs> so M- Mimi's amazing. She has a great story to tell. It's it, um, it's great. It's just so great where she started, where she came from, where she went. Like she's in this brand new um, creative field. She moved from her comfort zone into New York City to be a comedian. because Where it's she's, not comfortable. No, not. Well, it's more comfortable now. It's not like really scary. It's like it's more gentrified now. Right. What did she say? Like the, she would either go broke or. Or uh, somebody would stab her. I'm sure there's other options now. There's no. Like- <laughs> still no. It's nicer. Like you'll be stabbed and be like, oh, my bad. But like you're still gonna get stabbed in New it'll York. It'll be a designer switchblade. <laughs> it'll be it'll be a Dolce and Gabbana blade, right? So you know, again, give Mimi a listen. Uh, her Instagram is Mimi Hayes Brain. Yes, yes, um, uh, very funny, very, very. Um, she's she's just awesome, man. I I just love that chick. And we're looking forward to her book. Uh, definitely, we'll put information out there for all of you guys. You know, we're we're kind of building our neuro nerd kind of like tribe. We are, and so like we're building like. Yay, you had a brain injury. Welcome. Wait, you know someone and are adjacent. Welcome. Welcome. You're just a nerd that might have a brain injury that's not real. Welcome. You're a dick. <laughs> go hang out there by yourself. Yeah, go to the corner. Right? What should we call like our, our neuro nerd? <gasps> we call them neurons? Neuro neurons? No. That no, kind of sounds like moron, doesn't it? Well, no, because neurons are a very important building block of the world. So are all of the people that. No, that... but like if we're labeling them a neuron, that's part of the like the the atom. Like, and as a science nerd, oh, that would be a bad thing. Lord, right? you got the proton, the neuron, strength. and you have the electron. We can't do that. guys he shamed me the other day he (laughs) he thought nerd was an insult because i was driving to work and i was listening to a lecture on non-euclidean geometry yes 
Mm-hmm. Go, so, go, go look that up. Go Google what that is. If you uh, don't know obviously, that is. I had no right to make fun of her. Are you kidding me? Come on, man. Like, you, like seriously, you, you, you remember the nerds from Revenge of the Nerds? <laughs> like, they would be like, I don't want to hang That chick is a nerd. It was so fascinating, though. I'm sorry. We're getting off topic here. Yes. So we got, we're going to wrap up this episode. Um, yes, I am a confirmed nerd, apparently. <laughs> um, so- Ten times over. So a bit, very, very, very thankful uh, for Mimi for taking the time and, you know, um, sharing her story with us. Um, everybody out there, share, share your stories with us, too. Um, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, Avid, for uh, sponsoring our episode. We are so uh, our sound quality is so clear and amazing because of Avid technology. And again, Avid makes amazing tools for creatives um, to uh create their dreams because i am so articulate today. <laughs> wow <laughs> well yeah their tools are pro yeah <laughs> see because they have pro tools which but, is um, like what this program is run on <laughs> so thanks guys as we keep devolving um keep listening and we look forward to uh talking to you guys again soon neuro nerds out Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.